thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us. And we invite you to get your Bible, get your notepad, get your device, whatever whatever updated way you have of taking notes. And uh, you don't want to miss out on something that God would say to you. Because I tell you what, when God is saying something to us, it's because we need it. And you say, well, I don't know that I need it right now. Well, you're going to need it then. Because I tell you, the best way to face life is with stocked shelves. That the shelves of your spirit are already stocked with answers, with help, Amen. With knowledge, with faith. Amen. Amen. And so we don't want you to miss out on anything that God would say to you. And we're believing God that he will say to you things I never say. I mean, while you're sitting in the atmosphere of the word, it's a hearing place. And you will many times hear things that God will speak specifically to you that never came out of my mouth. And those things take note of as well as the things of the word that we teach Uh that that are quickened to you. Amen. We've been teaching on praise and worship and what a precious, wonderful flow that is in the life of the believer. We must become skillful in the life of praise and the life of worship. And let me tell you, Thank God for song services when we go to church and they have a time of songs and we worship together as a church family, as the body of Christ. But the Bible says, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Worship is also the way we live. It's not just the way we lift our hands. It's the way we live our everyday life. And I'm not saying that living everyday life going, I worship you, I worship you, I worship. It's the way we behave. The way we communicate, the way we acknowledge God, all of these, he will receive as a form of worship when they're in line with his word. Worshiping the Lord, look at this, in the beauty of holiness, the way we live. Amen. Amen. It's not just words of worship. He wants a life of worship. Amen. Amen. And we have to learn these things. We have to become skillful in these things because we're not born knowing these things. We have to be taught I, we've been using as a, as a starting point something that Brother Copeland said, right. which is so powerful, insightful. And uh-huh. he said, when you pray, mm-hmm. you lay hold of things. Yes. Yes. Listen, you need to expect that, that every time you pray, mm-hmm. you yes. lay hold of things. Yeah. He said, but when you pray, you lay hold of things. But when you praise, mm-hmm. you win battles. What's that mean? Well, there's going to be opposition. Listen, Jesus defeated the devil, but the devil is always trying to oppose our victory. Uh So when he says you win battles, you get on the other side of opposition. 
that yeah. that opposition does not stop you, hinder you, slow you down, back right. you up, or rob from you yeah. on the way. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. And then we're also spotlighting something that God said to Brother Norval Hayes, who is a, a, a precious yes. minister. Yes. Uh, he had a healing ministry, yeah. strong teacher of the faith, the yeah. word of faith message. Yeah. Yeah. But he also had such revelation on the place of worship in the life of a person of faith. And so even though this precious man is now in heaven, the revelation still belonged to us. It's our responsibility and our privilege to steward these and to make sure that the light of these does not go out. We need to keep passing it on and teaching it. So that's why I want to rehearse this to your end of your hearing. So God said to Brother Norval Hayes years ago, he said, my children basically love me, but they live in poverty and sickness and defeat. He said, they don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. And I always clarify that statement for listeners to say he's not saying that they don't worship me enough to earn my blessings. We don't earn. We don't praise to earn something. But he said they don't worship me enough. And I say it, we don't worship long enough to bring his anointing into manifestation that breaks the yoke. Because the the word tells us in Isaiah 10 that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The anointing is the power of God in manifestation. And so uh, the whole, God went on to uh, say this to Brother Norval. He said, you're teaching faith Mm -hmm. and confession. You're praying for the sick, but you need to worship me more. And you need to teach my people to worship me more. Why? If we're not taught the wrong, right thing, we'll go to back to the wrong thing when we're faced with opposition. We have to be taught. What does the Bible call worship? Uh What's appropriate in worship and praise? One of the things we've been saying is praise and worship flow together. But one thing we know about them, there's a bit of a difference in that I see is that praising God is, is praising him for what he has done in our lives, what he has made ours and what belongs to us in Christ. We're praising him for these things because as we praise, we become a partaker of the things we already possess. We can possess something and not be partaking of it. Just like you can have a kitchen full of food and not eating any of it. Just because it's in your house doesn't mean you're partaking of something. Well, even so, just because all these blessings are in the house of our spirit doesn't mean we're partaking of these. So praising turns us into partakers because we're praising him, we're mindful of, and we're releasing our faith. Because worship and praise is an act of faith. Why? Because we are praising and worshiping a God we don't see and faith is dealing with the unseen. Amen. So he said, teach my people to worship me more. Uh-huh. The word worship really is something that we direct directly to God, reverencing and honoring and magnifying yeah. him for who he is, yes. not just what he gives, Christ. but for who he is. Yes. Praise is appropriate, but we should never leave out worship because no. it's not just about getting what he's made ours. It's about magnifying the yes. one who made it ours. Yes. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. So God said to Brother Norval, he said, 
I am their God and they are my children. If you will teach my children to worship me more, I will do great and mighty things for them. Why will it be great and mighty things that he does? Because he doesn't do anything weak and not great. Everything he does is great. And everything he does is mighty. (laughs) Amen. That means... Uh, it gets him to moving. Yes. Our pra- our, the faith that we release through our praise and worship, yeah. he responds to. Yes. I said he responds to. Yes. Now, we finished up yesterday, the previous episode, and we were talking about that the Holy Spirit is a performer. Uh-huh. Yes. When we praise God for something right. he has made ours, uh-huh. something that belongs to us in Christ, and the Holy Spirit will perform that. Yes. Yeah. As we praise God for these things, the Holy Spirit who abides within every believer, He is a performer and He performs because we're releasing our faith as we praise. Faith opens the door for Him to move. Faith is an open door to God's movement. So uh, as we praise Him for these things that He has made ours, then the Holy Spirit is now invited to perform them. If we fail to praise God for it, the Holy Spirit has nothing to perform. The Holy Spirit can only perform what's in our mouth as long as it's in our mouth. Uh When we have a season that it's not in our mouth, then that's the season He can't perform it. Because it's, it's our faith release that invites him to yeah. perform. He will yeah. not perform uninvited yeah. because he doesn't, he doesn't work right. uninvited. And it's our faith uh, that yes. invites him right. and we can release our faith as we praise. Yeah. Amen. 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 I was saying yesterday uh, in the previous episode that I was raised in a precious denominational church, precious, precious mm-hmm. people. Uh, they taught as much as they knew but they certainly didn't teach some of the things that you hear me teaching on this broadcast. We did not know much of what Mm -hmm. I I teach today. We loved God, but you don't get to heaven because you love God. You get to heaven because whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We have to receive him. We have to say, I receive I just, yeah. and however you say that, however yeah. many words you use to say that, right. he won't come in uninvited. Right. So because we were never taught about Jesus as a savior, there was never an altar call. Uh-huh. In 17 years of me being a part of that, cho- yeah. that congregation, I never saw an altar call. I never saw anyone come up and call on Jesus as savior. Mm-hmm. I never heard anyone say, Jesus has saved me. I never heard those words. Right. Why? Because we didn't call him that, that wasn't performed in That's our midst. Right. We, no one ever called him healer. Right. Therefore, yeah. no one was healed in our church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because he can only perform what we speak That's in it. faith. Yes. What we call him to be is what he can be to us. Yes. He is all things, but he can only perform what we call him That's to be. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We... What we worship him for is what we're having faith yeah, for. Yes. What we're praising him for uh-huh. is what we have faith right. for. Yes. And he can only manifest what yeah. we have faith for. Yeah. If we don't call him healer, he can't right. perform That's that right. because yeah. we're, not ex- we're not releasing uh-huh. faith yes. in him as that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Uh, 
We never heard anything about he was our provider. We never heard that. So therefore, we never saw his provision other than what we earned through a job. We never saw the blessing of the Lord in manifestation Uh in that, in Uh in the financial arena of our lives. Why? Because we didn't worship Mm -hmm. him as that. If a church family will worship Jesus together as healer, he will, the Holy Spirit will perform. Perform. He, now if you if you worship him as as healer, yes. that's what he performs. Yes. What you worship him as yep. is what is performed. Yes. Yes. If we worship him as miracle worker, uh-huh. he'll work miracles. And as a church family, and I say this to pastors and congregations, worship him together in that setting of the church, the local church, because that's what he will be in that setting. In that local church setting, as we worship him as savior, healer, provider, victory, as we worship him in that setting as a local church, now we have an example and know what to do when we're not in that setting. That's right. Listen, the local church is a place of practice. It's a place where we see, oh, this is the way to act on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday, not just on Sunday. What we receive when we gather together as the body of Christ is not to be left in the building. After service is over. When you walk into a church service and we worship God, Uh we receive of the word, you will sense the anointing of God. And because of that, you'll sense the the flows of that anointing. You'll also sense the peace of God, the joy of God. But then people many times will leave that building and go home and torment will come back. Harassment will come back. I decided long ago, I'm never content to leave the best in the building. God manifests in our midst as a congregation. So, and and it's easy to believe in that setting, but that's so we'll have an example of how to cooperate with him when we're not in that setting. That we go home and we worship him the same way we would have in a church setting. But listen, Worship is not just a song and raise hands. It's the way we live our lives. The word tells us worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. What's he talking about? Right and clean living is a flow of worship to God. How we behave, how we conduct our lives on a daily basis is an act of worship. Amen. Amen. But if a church worships worships him as provider, you talk about provision. Amen. Amen. For a congregation to worship him as provider, God will pay off buildings. They'll purchase lands. You worship him as provider in your home and you'll own that home. And you'll own it paid off if you keep doing that. You keep doing it. The many times people want to do it once and say, why didn't it work? Well, Psalm 34 verse 1 shows us not only a command and instruction, but a bit of a law. Right, right, right. 
I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be yeah. in my mouth. What's he talking about? Consistency. Uh -huh. yes. It's a consistent yes. flow of yes. something that yes. brings us to the highest level yes. of that. Amen. Amen. We can't just randomly and periodically no, worship can't. God as provider and yes. think that we're no. going to receive the That's full right. flow of his provision. It's a continuation. Yeah. It's a Amen. consistency. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Yes. That's, right. That's what really Psalm 34, yeah. it's, it's referring to a lifestyle, a lifestyle. Yeah. of praising and worshiping. Uh -huh. if, if, as we as a congregation continue to worship uh -huh. God as healer, savior, yes. provider, baptizer, yes. all of these things, yeah. this flow of faith that's right. released through our worship and praise gives him access yes, to perform all those Amen. things. Amen. 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 This flow of worship is an act of faith for the whole family, Amen. the church family right. to participate in. Right. So when you're, when you're in a church service and people are worshiping God, don't leave yourself out. Get in it. Amen. Don't sit and hold down the chair in front of you. It'll stay there. You don't have to just lock your hands down and live with your hands down. Enter in to that flow. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's why it matters what church you go to because no one was healed in the church that I was raised in. It's life and death. It's a matter of life and death what church you're raised in because, or what church you attend because he can only perform what he's called in that church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I can sense that healing anointing in my hand. Why is that? Because he wants to perform healings. When you refer to him as healer, he delights to heal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so that comes into manifestation. And I tell you that not to draw attention to me, but so you'll set your faith. Because it won't matter that it's flowing if you don't set your faith to receive it. It won't benefit you. So that's why I tell you I can sense that in my hand tangibly because God is a performer. The Holy Spirit is a performer of these things. God performs these through the Holy Spirit. And we have to respond and hook our faith up. So that's why I tell you those things because the healing power is for you. I said the healing power is for you. The delivering power is for you. There's somebody right here at the, at the lower part of the neck right here. There's been some kind of problem. It seems to me there's been a growth there, a tumor right here in this area. I speak to that to dry up in Jesus' name. Satan, you take your hands off their body. You receive your healing. You receive your wholeness from that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Then the backside, right up the back of, right up through that back neck, right where those vertebrae are, something is being put back into place. There's been damage. There has been uh, discs that are damaged there. I don't know if it's a ruptured disc. I don't know what, if it's a slipped disc. Discs are being made whole right now. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, what's my part? You say, I receive it. I receive it. Those are words of faith that give him permission to work and to, to move in your behalf. Amen. Jesus, we thank you. You are the healer. Somebody's hand, somebody's hand. You, your, your fingers were stiff. 
It's almost like your fingers were frozen. They could not move freely. Uh, your hand is free now. Just move it. Just move it like this. Just move it like this. Hallelujah. Give action to that. Give action to that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank you, Father. There has been an ongoing pressure right here. It seems to me, and people say, well, is, is that a heart attack? You know, because sometimes when people have yeah. symptoms yeah. of a heart yeah. condition, yeah. there can be a pressure. This isn't that. I don't know if it's something to do with, you know, ligaments in this area, muscles in this area. There's something here that is not, it, it, it seems to me something's out of place and it's pulling wrong and it's putting pressure wrongly on this area, on the rib cage here. The, the right, right in this area. Yeah. If that's, if that describes anything, if you just receive that, every bit of that healed right now. In fact, you can feel a heat right now in that area. There's a heat that is, it's almost like a whirlpool. You can sense it circling around that heat. What is that? That's the anointing of God. That's the power of God doing the work, the Holy Spirit performing. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's women right now that you're being healed of lumps in your breasts. Right now, they're drying up. Some are benign. Some may be cancerous. It doesn't matter. Right now, those lumps are drying up in Jesus' name. Receive it. Say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Okay, I'm reminded of this. I'm reminded of this. Um, Brother Richard Roberts, precious man of God with a powerful healing anointing on his life. He ministers much of it, of that healing anointing through the word of knowledge. He calls that out. He has said, he's helped me so much in uh, these things were moving in our life before we came into closer times of fellowship with him, but he helped me to be more accurate in things. He helped me to be more bold in Uh things because let me just say this, especially to ministers, to learn this flow, you had to be around it. That's right. These things are not just taught, they're caught. You have to be around people who are in this flow. That's why my husband and I got around Dad Hagen. Uh That's why I received so much from my husband Uh because he was in that flow. And we not only were taught things, we we had to be around in proximity to get impartations of these things. We know this this verse. We're acquainted with this verse, uh, Matthew 8, 17, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Most focus on the last, last half of that verse, which is appropriate. Sure. Himself took our infirmities and yes. bare our sicknesses. Yes. But God also has me to focus on the first part, yeah. that it might be fulfilled which was spoken. Right. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken. Yes. Not spoken by God, but listen to this, yeah. that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah, yeah. a man. Yeah. God fulfills what's spoken Amen. by a man yes. when the man is listening to God. Amen. When the man has God's words in his mouth, God performs those words. For God to bless man, man has to say something. Man has to find out what is God saying and has to say the same thing. Amen. So right now, I know this. I know this, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken. That's why we speak it because God runs. He hastens to his word to perform it. He hastens. He hastens. Amen. Hallelujah. 
What's our part? Say, thank you, Father. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it. I receive it. I receive it. You know, Dad Hagen talked about, and this seems to be what I was referring to when talking about the pressure that's here in the chest. Dad Hagen said that when he was born, he was born with an incurable condition. His heart was deformed. But the doctors also told him, he said, you are deformed throughout your entire chest cavity. He said, that's why, because Brother Hagen said, when I take a drink of water, this was years ago before he received his healing. He said, he asked the doctor, he said, how come when I take a drink of water, it doesn't just go down to my stomach. I feel it go throughout my chest cavity. He said, because you're deformed throughout your chest cavity. He said, things aren't running to the right place. That's what has to do with that word that God gave me about the pressure. Let us know about what God is doing for you. Go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and let us know. Testify. Amen. Your testimony matters because when somebody else hears about it, it will encourage them to believe God for their miracle. It'll stimulate their faith. It'll stir them up in, in this life of faith. Amen. I tell you what, when God does something, the way to protect and hold fast one way, because we're told in the word, hold fast to that which thou hast. Those of you, when you receive healing, the devil's always busy trying to steal from you everything God blessed you with. He tries to launch a counterattack to try to come back and try to put back on you what God healed you from. But the way to keep that healing from being stolen from you by the thief. Amen is for you to thank God. Thank you that I'm healed. Praise you that I'm healed. Why? Because as you praise and worship, you're releasing your faith and that faith will hold that in place. Amen. It won't be robbed from you. It won't be stolen from you. So as you, as, as this broadcast goes off today, you continue. Thank you, Father, that I'm healed. You say, Pastor Nancy, I can't tell that I'm healed. If you received it by faith, you just thank God. You praise God, praising God, praising God. And I guarantee you the manifestation of it will be coming. Amen. And then we have this book that we've been ministering out of worship. Go to DufresneMinistries.org. We'll get it to you. And until next time, remember, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. When we worship God, we replicate on earth the very same atmosphere of heaven. This powerful book by Nancy Dufresne teaches on how to worship and bring the atmosphere of heaven into your home and surrounding your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our annual Holy Ghost meetings in Marietta, California, January 6th through the 11th, 2023 with Nancy Dufresne. We are also excited to welcome Kenneth Copeland and Richard Roberts as our special guests. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. If you would like to share a testimony or let us know how this ministry has blessed you, we would love to hear from you please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's book, A Supernatural Prayer Life, you will learn how prayer moves the plan of God forward 
as we take time to pray in the Spirit, clarity of His plan for our lives comes. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.